Let's go. Hello. Hello. Hi, and welcome to the Heart, Heart to Heart, Heart Podcast. Podcast. I'm Journey. I'm Joss. And today's topic oh, is... What do we want to introduce our super producer who's been working <laughs> behind the scenes? Yeah. I was going to do that after the topic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, wanna, you want me to keep going? Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Um, today's topic is uh, music throughout generations. So t- discussing music from your generation, our special guest generation, who we'll introduce in a second, and my generation. No, you are in the same generation. Oh, are we? Generation. I thought you're yes. not a millennial. No, I'm Ooh. only 20. Yeah. Oh, all right, my bad. She's young. <laughs> Hot girl <laughs> summer. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Then our generation, um, but I, I'm sure you know more than me because you're older than me. And um, yeah, we're just going to discuss our opinions on it, how it's changed and everything. And we're going to do that with the help of our special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, super producer? Nebia, but y'all can just call me Nebs. <laughs> Nebia, tell us about what you do and like why why this topic is interesting to you. Okay, so this topic is interesting to me because I um, audio engineer, um, anything with audio, sound design, things like that. Also music production. So I'm very interested in this um, topic because I listen to all types of music. I listen to music from the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s. Now I listen to all types of different. Um, genres like anywhere from reggae dance hall alternative r&b artists hip-hop trap i listen to everything so <laughs> r&b neo soul so we can really get into it yes, yes. <laughs> that's awesome so I, the first thing i want to say to both of you is if you haven't seen this um, documentary called summer of soul it's a much a must watch i would have actually recommended like we should have watched that before doing this podcast um Mm -hmm. it's amazing it's about this music festival that happened in harlem in 1969 and it was all black musicians gospel singers like influencers and the power of music like in that year after dr king got shot when like all of this like civil rights advocacy was happening to have black people in harlem doing these major concerts from week to week it really captures the energy of the period and it gives historical context and just the power of something like music you know how it can really bring the issues to the forefront and how people express the frustrations the pain the like the um i'm sorry (laughs) Yeah, so it's an amazing documentary. I would highly recommend that anyone who hasn't seen it check it out for mm-hmm. sure. Summer of Souls. Summer of Souls is actually produced by Questlove. I think he directed it. Is he from Philly? He is from yeah, Philly. Yeah. Yep. So where can you watch it? At? I think um, you can watch it on Hulu, right? Hulu. Is it Hulu. You okay. can watch it on Hulu. Yep. And the thing about it is the footage was shot in 1969, but it was locked in a basement for 50 years so no one had ever seen it so their figures like nina simone mahalia jackson like these are people who um i think nina simone died when i was alive but like mahalia Mm -hmm. jackson you hear that it just sounds like mahalia jackson harriet tubman same thing i mean for me (laughs) am i the only one who thought that way it just seems like no i mean like from the same period of time i don't Um, honestly i don't know I know Nina Simone, but I don't know who. I don't the, know. The yeah, I don't know who it is. Oh, so you don't yeah. even know who Mahalia Jackson yeah. is? Sorry. Because I was like, oh, I was about to say Nebia. Can you cut this part? But no, <laughs> you can keep it. Okay. Because <laughs> for me, hearing about you've heard of like Harriet Tubman, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But like Mahalia Jackson uh-huh. is this amazing singer who was also a civil rights activist. She was um, Dr. Martin Luther King's friend. And even though I know that she's associated with King, I think because she was just before my time, and when I listen to the mu- her music, it's like on crackly records, and when I see the videos of her, it's all black and white, yeah. it kind of just feels like 
all right, Harriet Tubman might be a stretch, but <laughs> it just kind of feels like it, it was all just super old, you know? Mm-hmm. So to see Summer of Soul and to see in 1969, mm-hmm. which was like not even a decade, you know, before I was born, that Mahalia Jackson was live on stage singing and she like caught the spirit it was a wait so y'all see it it's like i've never seen anything like that yeah i I wish they had more like if they had that like in harlem they brought it up like an annual thing i would that would be like an annual trip like Mm. i haven't been in new york but when i do visit i want to go to harlem Mm. just because of how rich like the black culture is there Mm. so it's like definitely i would go i want to try something different y'all like i know usually we just talk but I just feel like if y'all haven't heard Mahalia Jackson, I want to just like, <laughs> I want to play a little bit of something right now so you can just get a sense of, um, she's singing Precious Lord. Uh, let's this. Okay. I just want y'all to hear. Back in the day, they used to sing, 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 sing. sing. What I'm about to tell y'all. Like I shouldn't interrupt this, but I don't want it to go on forever, so I'm gonna fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like you know what I, you know what's one thing I want to Live music sitting down in a real dark theater, listening yeah, like to a, ooh, like saying. a speakeasy or something. this here but I just needed y'all to hear that texture because this woman was said to like when she sang it like you can feel it in your gut like your gut connects to like the movement of the civil rights era you know Mm -hmm. and and everything that everybody was advocating for um just something about the way she held the music in her body and it just like came out so um yeah definitely look her up and listen to a couple other songs like i just (laughs) randomly chose on youtube so that one was a slower one but she has some others where she's just like belting out stuff and like just really feeling everything from her soul so anyway that's mahalia jackson which is not none of our generations but still someone who's like really important I'm looking her up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. That, that was cool. really good. But I don't know. We might want to make this an iPhone jam. So like, cause I'm sure you two have 
music like bands or artists or something that I've never heard and I would love to hear what they listen to. Yeah, I mean, what yeah. you listen to? If, yeah, we can Ooh. do that. What it like? Um, go ahead. No, you go first because I'm um, about to say something. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah. you go. I was gonna ask like, <laughs> what's what's like some topics we're gonna be going over? Oh, um, I think we can talk about the shift definitely. Yeah. Um, like the shift from older music to newer music and like our opinions if we like it or not and i also think we could talk about like some music that has helped us inspired us some music that we think we should like share and everything but what i was about to say um what was like do you have spotify spotify i'm or, like apple, apple music oh i mean <laughs> i mean we support everyone here oh, <laughs> but if you could go and see what was the last song you listened to and okay. then, like, describe the song. Okay. Come, you first, then. Do <laughs> you Apple Music or Spotify? Um, I can tell you right now who I know I listen to a lot these days, especially. Um, so there's a new artist that I really like named Snow Allegra. Oh, I really love yeah, her I music. Yo, she kills it. But the artist who I think best represents my generation or, like, my values in music is Jasmine Sullivan. Like, yeah, I met Jasmine right. when she was nine years old. Mm-hmm. Nine. She was singing in church. And in the same way that Mahalia Jackson could belt out notes and really move a crowd, Jasmine was singing, like, gospel music as this little teeny kid. And we were like, oh, my God, <laughs> this little girl is, like, singing her little tail off and, like, praising God. I'm sure I don't I think she just was capable of hitting the notes. Like, right. what do you really know about praising God at, like, <laughs> oh, nine no. years old? <laughs> and she used to be like, I may only be with nine years old, but I know. It was just, like, really great. Hey, it was like, the spirit okay. might touch her. <laughs> Who knows? No. But then years later, there was this event in Philly. I feel like I'm taking over. No, oh, okay, all right, ahead, you can get that line. Okay. <laughs> there was this event in Philly called the Black Lily. Mm-hmm. Have y'all heard of that? No, no, I've never heard of that. Oh, my God, this is so crazy. Like, <laughs> Philly is kind of known for music. Definitely there was, um, it's like a music city because there was um, uh, Kenny Gamble, Gamble and Huff music. Mm-hmm. I think it was called Philadelphia Records. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really had a major label and a lot of people knew them like in the same way Detroit is known for Motown um Philly was known for Philadelphia Records which was Gamble and Huff and so we were already a big music city that's when like the Patti LaBelle's who's like from Philly Philly is Philly produced yeah yeah like Teddy Pendergrass a lot of um just like old school greats were either from Philly or making music in Philly but then in the I think it was the 90s it, it was the 90s or I don't think it was the early maybe it was the early 2000s um, actually I think it was the Roots mm-hmm. they started this event called the Black Lily and it used to be right in Old City and um, it was all of these artists who would come every week it was mostly women artists mm-hmm. there was a group called the Jazzy Fat Nasties <laughs> that's a and funny name I know it was a funny name but they were these really cool vocalists like it started off as like four of them then it became like two and then um, every week they would bring out these new artists so they I feel like that was the first place I saw Kendra the Family Soul it was the first place I saw Jill Scott um, Erica Badu would come through India Irie, and they started this um, this sound, which a lot of people don't like it, but they call it neo soul. Love mm-hmm. it, <laughs> love it. Yeah, but like people kind of have issues with that title describe, now. Describe it. It's kind of like a conscious soul. So I feel like traditional R and B was like, baby, baby, please take me home, make love to me, kind of like R and B, rhythm and blues. <laughs> but what neo soul was like burn some incense with me you know what I mean <laughs> like let's take a long walk, walk around, around the park, the park. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so so <laughs> then you had like music soul child come out of that um an Don't artist play. named Bilal do y'all know Bilal mm-hmm. no I know uh, if I heard something I probably would 
Mm, girl, like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just have to have a powwow even after this podcast because um, I didn't realize I was this into music. This is so funny to me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, Bilal would be there. And every week we just got this concert of people. And after a few weeks, Jasmine Sullivan, who was, like, 13, yeah. started taking the stage. And she was this little kid, and she had this voice that was, like, crazy, crazy good. And I'm like, that's a little girl from church. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was in my 20s at the time, and so she was just, like, this adorable kid. She actually had a puff like yours, Nebbia. She always wore her little puff. puff. Yeah. (laughs) And she she would get on stage like this. She was, like, so shy. Hi. And then she would start singing, and it was like, what in the world? And so I think when I look at her now, I think she may be 32 now. She's definitely a millennial. Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, but when you, like when I look at her, I I will always see that little girl. Because we were, like, me and my roommate were, like, her biggest fans, actually, even when she was little, to the point that it was almost weird. Oh, no. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. We would be in the front row of every one of her concerts. Like, from the time she was, like, 13 until she was a good, like, 18 and, like, left Philly, we were always just, like, it's weird. I can show you all a video later where she's singing outdoors, and she's, like, a kid. She's, like, I'm 15, and me and Jeffrey are in the front, like, hey. (laughs) Hey, if you good, you good. Yeah. no doubt about it. But she is, like, she's phenomenal. So I listen to her, and I love listening to her live um, because – her voice is crazy it's like how can people actually do that vocally you know so right yeah to this day so i don't think i've been a bigger fan of anyone yeah jasmine sullivan Mm -hmm. she's definitely top five yeah she's very talented even like me saying that from like a younger generation she is very talented Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know. Do you still want to do the last song thing? Yeah, I mean, it's up to you. What you you want to do? I mean, I don't know, because do you want to do it too? You can do yours. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, My last song is from a group called The Internet. Oh, oh my God. I, just, I yes. just followed them like yesterday. I'm always what? seeing their Instagram ads, and I'm like, internet. I love the vibe they're, they're giving. They're so good. The last song I listened to was is called La Di Da. Um, great song. Great song, by the way. Can you play a clip? Yeah. Okay, how do I find my last song? This is, this is such an old person <laughs> thing, I know. Um, I'm going to hit that and then hit this, and then it's right there. So you scroll down, and it's uh-huh. right there. This is the Spotify clip that you play. Oh, my volume is down. Whoops. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. Okay. That's a Spotify okay. clip. Um, so I was jamming on the way here, so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love the internet. I think it's a. I just love the energy they have, you know. And it's a. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get my. I'm trying to get my song ready, and then they start playing. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, so it's a group of people and it kind of started from this group called odd future Mm -hmm. which um you know may know tyler the creator yeah Yeah, he was in it and what's the other boys sweatshirt earl Earl sweatshirt earl sweatshirt (laughs) frank ocean um it was just like a bunch of ocean was in the internet no he was in odd future odd future yeah that was a group uh, I'm not gonna say the whole name. That name is so long. Our future wolf gang. Something. <laughs> We're gonna be here forever. I'm, the episode gonna be done. I time so I gonna be up. But it was this big group of like heavily, you know, black creators mm-hmm. that made music mostly like alternative. Some people will call it mm. or like rap or whatever. But like and Frank Ocean kind of made like this like R and B thing. I count it as an alternative. Yeah, that's from Chanel Orange. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> y'all know. But um, it was like I remember it was kind of like 
I saw it and I was like, wow, like they look cool, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like looking at them, like some people, they looked weird, but they look cool. <laughs> you yeah. know? It depends. Like it's like, for I feel like for you to vibe with that type of music, you got to have a certain like, energy. you know, you got a, a certain energy, yeah. a certain attraction to that. Because not everybody, a lot of people look at them and be like, oh, what the heck? Yeah, like mm-hmm. this is weird. Mm-hmm. When really, when I look at them, I'm like, yo, they just living their life. They just being Honestly. numb. Mm-hmm. I wish I could embrace that more. Exactly. Like, are you, ser- are you serious? They just, they don't care about what people think. At all. And mm-hmm. that's why I liked it so much because it was like, kind of like rule breakers, mm-hmm. but like, not really. It was like rule break, rule rule breakers, but it still sounded good. You know, mm. it wasn't like something crazy. Like, oh, we're breaking okay. the rules because this is screamo or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it was like good music and like I like music that kind of you can like imagine mm-hmm. like a story or something mm-hmm. or like yes. picture it in a movie or something. Because yeah. that sounds so cool to me. So like when I listen to like. Frank Ocean's albums, like he has this song called Forrest Gump, which is really good, and it sounds like it's straight out of a movie. So like, you ever do the thing? It was like trending when you in a car and it's raining, you put your hand up against the window, and like, yeah, like it's so sassy. Like if I could hear a song, like White Ferrari play, and I can hear that song, I can start doing that. It's a good song to me because like I can envision it, and it's like it's just so good. So then when they kind of split up a bit mm-hmm. and they all started doing their own thing we got more great content from it and we got the internet which introduced me to steve lacy mm-hmm. may we bow down to him <laughs> yeah, who is that um, does he play steve, piano steve lacy can play anything <laughs> it's, it's, uh, what he look like what, I, I think i know who you're talking about he looks great <laughs> <laughs> but he's in the um internet too oh you got me typing steve internet (laughs) um so sid is in it um sid was from our future and she came and like kind of like started the internet she was the lead singer right she was yeah she was a vocalist but steve lacy also sings too that's who was singing on the chorus of lottie da um that's him you can just look at it oh no i was thinking about somebody completely different Uh (laughs) um that's Steve Lacey. Oh, okay. He kind of looks like Donald Glover to me. I love Donald Glover. He's really yeah, right. he's like another that. one. He's What's his uh, Childish Gambino? Childish Gambino, yeah. 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 I like him, too. I think he's, yeah. he's mm-hmm. good. Even though, did y'all hear that somebody was trying to sue him for This Is America? Oh, yeah. Why? Because they made a song called Made in America, and they think they feel like it's the same song. Yeah, like similarities, copyright infringement, whatever. Like, you know, what that's crazy What are stuff. they? What are they? Who's trying They're, to sue I'm pretty sure. What you mean? What are they like? Man. Yeah. They chocolate. They chocolate. They us. <laughs> they chocolate. They chocolate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> pause for a moment. This is really totally inappropriate. But did y'all see that lady falling out in the Victoria's Secret? Did y'all what? see that? that, that Karen. Bye, Karen. Did this lady who was accusing the chief like had a whole fallout? She like passed out on the floor of Victoria's Secret. Because a black lady was recording her. She tried to hit the black lady. Yo, we oh my good. What is going on? <laughs> she tried to hit the black lady. Journey, wait. I can't believe you did not see this. I did not. She mm-hmm. like came to the black lady, tried to hit her, and the black lady was recording. She was like, I got you. And then the lady was like, oh, don't record me. And then no, she, she started was having. Screaming on the floor, shaking, acting like she passed out. Put the bag under her head, act like she passed out. Mm. And then she started chasing the black woman around the store going, get her away from me. While actively, <laughs> it was like, it you was cannot the, make this it up. It was the craziest Karen the video I right. have ever seen. Anyway. It was crazy. Let's get back to music. Because oh. I can, look, y'all, I can talk about that type of stuff for hours. Don't get me started. <laughs> okay, <could>. look. Mm. <laughs> Okay, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what the music was playing in the background of that. <laughs> scene, but, um, but that's my last. That was my last song I listened to. But um, I like stuff that's kind of like the internet and like our future. You know, Tyler the Creator, Dominic Fike. But then I also love like him. love Dominic love Fike. Him. He is amazing. Like, oh Fike my god! Like great. He can't make a bad song. Like I can't make it up. Like, oh my god. I don't know these people. Wait, so oh let's, play, let's play a little bit. Yeah, let's, let's play a little, play bit, a little bit of him. Yeah, but they're not gonna take this down, are they? 
I don't, I don't know. Dominic Fike, please okay. don't copyright us. Please, we oh, try oh, to you some take, love. take this, um, take the episode down. Yeah, like copyright. Please, we no, no. I think you're good in a in a podcast. But um, like also, I feel like I got like two sides of music because I like that, but then I kind of like this like indie acoustic sound, like mm. Wallows, and Wallows is like an indie band kind of more indie than alternative some people would say can you let me hear a sample of that yeah. i don't know what that is uh like wallows claro that might get problematic some people don't like claro but i don't get why i love what's, claro. what's the problem with claro some people don't like when like if your parents mm-hmm. are famous mm-hmm. and like you can kind of get like a lead mm-hmm. and like a career or something mm-hmm. because you have like a connection or something like willow smith kind of but they didn't really say anything to her oh okay which i mean i don't know i don't want to get into like oh fair or not fair uh-huh. but like they nobody really says much about it i know but um yeah. this song is called ground by wallows this is the intro so it's a bit more of like guitar-y this one isn't for everyone. Mm. It's not a bit more like groovy. No, mm, I, I still like love it. Though. I have a playlist called Groovy, and this is the type of mu- music that's on there. This one, this one is on my "Don't Shoot Up the Party" playlist. That's a oh, Rockhampton oh, song. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, that and like Brockhampton is another band I like. That's a rap collective, a boy band. Yeah. But they're really good too. Yo, one thing that you said earlier about how you like music that makes you imagine, like you're mm-hmm. in a movie or like you're in something that makes you like think, like a storyline. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's the type of music that really in every generation that really stands out. Like mm-hmm. especially in this generation now, because it's so rare to get music with such um substance. Mm-hmm. Where back in the day, like I feel like eighties, nineties, prior, even the early two thousands, I feel like once those tents hit, it yeah. started falling off. But like I feel like music has such substance. Where now it's like you get that every once in a while. You get substance every once in a while. You get originality every once in a while. Like, mm-hmm. let's get into like trap and rap music, right? Hip hop, right? Like there's so many trap, hip hop, rap stars, but. And they talk about the same things, right? Mm-hmm. It's not not good. Like for real, for real, should be listening to this crap, right? Yeah. Right. Like they talk about guns, killing, whatever, drugs, whatever, everything else. But it's certain trap artists, like example, NBA YoungBoy. Mm-hmm. Like, his music is buck wild, but he can switch it up. He can tell you a story within his lyrics that make you think, mm, yeah. "Dang, am I riding in a car with him?" <laughs> Am I about, but didn't he go through crazy? this whole holistic moment though, where he was no. like, "I'm not making." No, that's in Ellie Chopper. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. I don't know. No, that's- <laughs> if my cheeks could turn red right no. now, they would. That but was okay. I was so proud. <laughs> I was like, oh, "Who is this young guy no, um, but, making um, a change?" In Ellie Chopper, I feel like with him, I feel like I don't. He had a lot of I internet his, I don't think his music image matches up with his whole how you say holistic right holistic uh, you were just holistic his, holistic right yeah, oh yeah i guess holistic. his holistic healing um thing oh, okay. like not that that's a bad uh. thing but like um i feel like his music is like hyper trap music mm-hmm. but i feel like outside of that he's like that holistic soft guy mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then, that's fine but like yeah that's not that's not why b <laughs> no, that's the kind of music I would want to listen to though. Yeah. Like I stopped I actually stopped listening to rap music when yeah. I was like maybe fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like that's when it really took a turn. That was in the yeah. the nineties. Like I think it was like ninety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like hip hop for me, in some ways, when hip hop started, I felt like it was saving my life. Like, right. because when hip hop started, I would say like in the 80s and 70s, like I was living in a community that was considered like underserved and, you know, maybe even poor. And I feel like the music that they were making really spoke to our experiences. And so when I didn't have adults to talk to, like the music was so good. Like you could listen to Run DMC and listen to... um like um the fat boys and like some of the you know big daddy kane eric b rock M, 
or like um even like special ed for me he was like the most braggingest rapper do y'all know who special ed is i heard if i wow. heard something I, yeah. I feel like yeah it's always that if i hear it if then, i like, hear it i'll yeah. know it but not no but that's top. that's what a lot of my um i'm sorry i didn't mean cut you off that's like what a lot of my ogs say though like rap music back then it was like rap music these days is really bad like honestly mm-hmm. it is yeah, like and it really that's is the thing it's, it's one of those things where it feels like it was gentrified like literally mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when it was it's one thing to speak to the experiences of people who are struggling and suffering due to systemic oppression right but then i always felt like you know prior to like 1990 it felt like the music was speaking to uplift those people Mm -hmm. and to um to like offer a lens for people to see like yo this is where you are in the in the like the scope of the whole world so maybe you can think beyond this or maybe you can rally together like it felt not really like protest music but it felt like music that encouraged us to stand in solidarity with other people Mm -hmm. like us and i feel like for me that was really important to the point where i would rap a little bit like i was like into rap because i was like (laughs) pretty much you know like and i would even have to give it to somebody like will smith like we know will smith as the actor right now right he was rapper right? but he was was a a rapper rapper. like he was the fresh prince and he was a storyteller like honestly like as someone who's loves storytelling always said that he's never really received the proper recognition for his ability to tell a story and like a black story Mm -hmm. in a way that was inspiring and gave like hope to the person listening like (laughs) remember he had a song Mm -hmm. i think i could beat mike tyson it was so great like just like (laughs) (laughs) like black boy confidence you know like i got this or he would tell stories about his parents you know or just like regular stuff it wasn't about um the trap and so i think um for me i realized that music was taking a turn when i remember um just feeling like i was developing as a young woman and i hated being like catcalled when i was walking down Mm -hmm. the street i hated uh when men approached me inappropriately and then i remember one day i came home and i was watching like bt or mtv or whatever and rump sugar came on I don't know. Y'all know what it is. All I want to do is zoom, 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 boom, boom. And it was like, yeah. And it was like, (laughs) women, just like, they didn't call it twerking back then. But but like, what they call it? Jockey. Jockey. Isn't it jockey? It was definitely rump shaking. And they had no clothes on. And I just remember feeling like, you know, on the one end, I wanted to kind of. you know like enjoy this music because the music was cool like it was dance music but then on the other end i just remember the image of women's exposed bodies um Mm. like being sold and profited off of and something in my like 15 16 year old mind was like like, i really i'm not rocking with this right now because Mm. i i'm sick of being viewed as as like uh, like being objectified mm-hmm. and yet I'm seeing women uh, being objectified through this music now I don't know if that would be considered rap is it right just um, shake your rump yeah so I, ch- I checked out yeah. I checked but out. I think you bring up a good topic that we can like kind of slide into mm-hmm. is you know this object like objectifying women mm-hmm. and if it's flipped like back and forth you know because mm-hmm. when the whole WAP thing came out Cardi mm-hmm. B and Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. it was like so frowned upon because these women mm-hmm. were out here singing mm-hmm. about you know what they were singing about mm-hmm. but like while men were kind of doing the same thing too right. and it was like consistent and I guess people said something because it was different mm-hmm. and it was like new but mm-hmm. it's only because it's been a bit unbalanced between the amount of men we hear rapping and saying stuff about women that when a woman says stuff, not even a kind of about like a man, just like about mm-hmm. herself mm-hmm. and whatever, it was kind of like, no. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the ideas 
and the standards surrounding music change as society changes. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, think of it back in the day, like, you know, when you were saying, like, 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. it was, like, more mm-hmm. positive unification. Mm-hmm. That's when, like, black people were really, you know, mm-hmm. like, getting out of that civil rights, like, real tough. Mm-hmm. Sh- like, we're still mm-hmm. going through it, but right then it's, like, that kind of, like, that coming back healing, mm-hmm. trying to heal, mm-hmm. right? And then I feel like those 90s hit, and that's when you got the gritty those 90s and 2000s mm-hmm. like um what type Luke. like like <laughs> biggie tupac low kim and um right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. diddy and um where they talking about money you know being in mm-hmm. the streets mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. but that's that's their reality like that's their world right and i feel like they were giving insight onto that where i feel as though these days it's so easy to get lost and put on this facade mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everything is so fake you have children you have these young teens being raised in three-story homes with two parents, three cars in the driveway, talking about, I'm from the trenches. You're not. Right, wow. Exactly. You are delusional. You're crazy, and you're putting on a facade that you've seen on the internet. So and now... That's, um, Cardi B's husband is like that. Who? What's his hey, name? Offset. Cardi? Offset. Offset. I thought he was from the hood. No, he, he is not. None of the Migos are. Uh, uh, the Migos are an act. Look it up. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you kind of. said I think he has a college degree, even maybe. Well, maybe we shouldn't. I got we got because I, I mean, because I thought they was in jail and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know because it there are really a lot of rappers that are putting on this. Facade. Yeah, but it is some that may have previously been like through the dirt and everything, but mm-hmm. have like kind of changed. So maybe he got that degree and was like, <laughs> "All right, now let me rap about how I'm. I was here, but now I'm here." And, like, that's included, that degree is included as here, yeah. you know? I gotta look them up more. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. His name is Kiari Kendrell Cephas. He grew up in a middle-class family. Like, it's oh. a whole thing. Let me see. Let me let me see if I can find the whole thing here. Background. Um, personal life. Um, anyway, they're talking about, like, Cardi B and stuff in here. Mm-hmm. But I definitely know that I read somewhere that Kiari, <laughs> Mr. Offset, was by no means hood and if he did go to jails for something he probably got himself into and i wouldn't be surprised if it was constructed by labels or you know like if there was a a situation orchestrated for him to go to jail so that that could be a part of his profile but i think he comes from a privileged background and so does his cousin quavo yeah i don't know anything about that but that but a lot of artists do that like it's, it's, it's i don't understand it i mean and that's where I think, that's where I think like the manipulation throughout mm-hmm. the generations came in with the labels because it's like, and why it's getting so bad now is because like you know N.W.A. Biggie Smalls, you know all them Junior mm-hmm. Mafia, mm-hmm. like that's that's that was what they were living, mm-hmm. like they're giving you legit authentic insight into their livelihood, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you might not like it because it's gritty, but that's their life. But nowadays these. These young rappers is coming up talking about guns, toting this, this and that. Drop this body, go to go to um jail for this, this and that. And you've never even been in any type of legal trouble. You're like growing up. You don't yeah. know what that is. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of like a success plan though for mm-hmm. them, like especially <laughs> by like labels and stuff because right. that's what people see succeeding. Like if I do this, right. this has been succeeding for years. So maybe if I come and talk about this, even if it's a lie, like they don't have to know that. Like, but I mm-hmm. could still get famous and rich off of this. And mm-hmm. now, um, and now, uh, what's I about to say? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, right. I was done. And now, like the like the authentic positive music mm-hmm. the underground rappers that are still lyricists they're getting pushed to the mm-hmm. shadows they're not getting any you know like the j coles and yeah brock hampton even wait like, but that's the shade the shade of the whole thing about j cole um is that like um, i think my nephew has some aspiration of being a rapper mm-hmm. like he mm-hmm. loves rap and i was like come on asher let's listen to some j cole B, 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 and, and I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is somebody who I thought was a positive rapper. 
Mm-hmm. And even he is now. I mean, I, this it sounds like hopeless music to me. No, I think I think J Cole is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. especially you ever heard looking a song, at Pride other the standards. Devil? No, I Pride haven't heard Pride is the Devil, but I I feel like I listened to a J Cole album or two and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very disappointed when I was trying to find music to yeah. introduce my nine year old nephew to, who has a pure heart. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, where is the music for? Yeah. Um, you know, a young black boy who actually has talent and has aspirations to, yeah. like, be something mm-hmm. like without going to jail, without calling women out of the, like, you know, there's he, he got he got songs out there that's like that. Yeah. I love J Cole. Songs out I, there. I love yeah. J Cole. But, but I'm like, who's gonna rep for real, for real for this thing? Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, sometimes you can't always be 100 percent because even though it is like you know that good those good songs he got mm-hmm. some songs those other songs may be real though right because there's other like, aspects yeah. to like reality. and i feel like that's what makes a good rapper is one who can like switch between that yeah. and everything mm. like because like i feel like you can write you can rap about hanging out with your friends loving exactly. yourself black melanin mm-hmm. but then you also got things you need to um address like what's her name cupcake where she addresses sexual assault mm-hmm. and she's cussing she's angry yeah that might not be like seen as positive encouragement music but it's not like that music it's where outlet. it's self-destruction yeah. it's an mm-hmm. outlet mm-hmm. where a lot of this music is self-destruction mm-hmm. self-destructive now mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say that was gonna come up you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. no just uh, and uh, you know but oh, sorry. Yeah, no, she was I, getting yeah. into it like, <laughs> like i don't know it's just music is amazing i love music yeah like, it's crazy um i know i've been saying they name this whole time but it's just Brockhampton is a like they call themselves a boy band, so I will address them as that. <laughs> but yeah. it's a big group. It's like thirteen of them, mm. and like more than that, everybody who replied to the Reddit is technically considered a part, according to Kevin <laughs> Abstract. But like their recent album, Road Runner, New Light, New Machine, is like a masterpiece to me, mm. and it's it's a really dark shadowed album. Because it's a person in the group, Joba, Russell Boring, his dad passed away under circumstances mm. that I won't talk about, but, like, you should listen to the album to figure out. Mm-hmm. But the way they kind of gave him this light on this album to, mm. like, shine and let it out was so good. Mm. And, like, it was a story. And that's why I was so appreciative of it because, like, it wasn't just like oh guns and everything and though it was like some litter in there it was because of you know the circumstances of the album where they each grew up at but it was just like something so new and it was like great and like so many like producers like charlie wilson is on a song charlie wilson yes uncle charlie is on a song but (laughs) the song the song is so good though like this thing like wu-tang members from wu-tang produced the song you know asap rocky is on there asap ferg is on there Mm. so it's like it was just like kind of like though the album had like its dark lurking meaning Mm -hmm. which was like really like props to joba for being able to like share it and everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was kind of like still like a bit of a celebration for like this diverse group creating something so good using the help of like other Mm. like mentors and everything that like we look up to exactly and like even going back in the day like their other their other albums like the saturation trilogy iridescence ginger all american trash they're good i just love brockhampton and i do recommend them to anybody well i definitely have to check them out we should make sure that we include some kind of recommendations in the notes for this podcast Mm -hmm. um because you know i'm like oh my gosh i have to see this like hear this stuff now i wanted to talk to y'all about this um video i'm trying to find it um but it came out i would say about three weeks ago and it was supposed to be an ode to old school rappers so basically the guy who made the um the song he was like you all don't have respect or rather y'all don't have respect for the new school uh i mean for the old school like these are the rappers y'all need to know y'all might disrespect these rappers but this is who they are and there were like a hundred rappers like old school rappers Mm -hmm. 
who were in this um, video. And I'm just like, oh, I cannot wait to see this because there were definitely some favorites like Black Thought, who um, is was, is in the roots with you know Qu- uh, Questlove. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some favorites like I think Big Daddy Kane, who you may or may not have heard of. It's funny mm-hmm. to me if we y'all know haven't. Big Daddy Kane. Okay, <laughs> um, but the funny thing is like outside of maybe 10 rappers, like there was also like Rod Digger and maybe one or two other people, but I swear to see these like 60 year old men doing like, like pointing, like <laughs> like shooting air bullets, like, but, 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 you know, like they're all of so many of their raps were just about stuff that was so irrelevant to the times so irrelevant to anything that actually mattered to anybody in the next generation. And I was somewhat appalled by the fact that we were expected to celebrate this like group of rappers. I cannot believe I can't find this. Um, This group of rappers who, um, they were the trailblazers. And it's like, hmm, like if, if you blaze the trail, like um and 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 this is what the fire looks like like this is this is why trap music is leading right now because people weren't strong enough to say no we're not going to record this foolishness like at 60 yo you could see some of these men then beat kidney disease then like beat child support cases and been in and out of jail in the last 40 years you know these are like old rappers i mean some of them were literally like 65 because i mean rap is pretty these are people who were like 20 and 30 in the 70s and 80s you know mm-hmm. and for them to be out there shooting air bullets like because i'm this that any other like or like <laughs> self-grandizing it's like what <laughs> this is insane is so that right I, now like is that or back in the day when they was rapping this, or is that it right was now? put out like like a month ago oh wow if that long i'm gonna see if i can find it um and somebody's probably somebody probably would think i'm like crazy for talking trash about this particular video because um some people probably really celebrate this mm-hmm. but i personally as someone who is you know old enough to to think about to have seen hip-hop develop Mm -hmm. and to know that i feel like we're in a state of emergency right now with what we're doing as especially as it pertains to Mm hip-hop like it's like i could not believe how many people had not evolved one bit yet it feels like they talk about how they're not celebrated enough and i'm like yo like we need y'all to evolve, like to, to show the young people, like when y'all get an opportunity to come together with a hundred other rappers, like you'll make it something that the young people have to watch to like, you know, like be like, oh, yo, I respect this guy. Like not just because his bars were, were they rhymed really well, but like there was some substance to <laughs> it, you know, so. Meaning. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you can search for the video and like yeah. leave a link or something. <laughs> Yeah. But um, I think we should get ready to wrap up. But one thing I want to bring up before we wrap up is um, what someone called the lack of originality mm. in music nowadays. Mm. Um, I was talking about it to my dad and my mom in the car yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they had put on, like, the pop station. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, like, you don't listen to this? Like, you like this stuff? And I was like, yeah, I like it. But I was like, it's hard to, like listen and like digest a lot of it because i feel it starts sounding the same you know especially with like because in pop a lot of people use like the same like 808 tracks and like drum linings and like bass linings so i feel now as opposed to like how it used to be it's kind of hard to differentiate like a tune like when it first comes on i might think it's another song before this song plays or something Mm -hmm. so when you find something like that now i find it's like kind of like a gem like you found like a treasure or something Mm -hmm. so i think that's something that should and could be talked about um you know and open up a discussion to like recommendations and everything so if you want to take that listeners and you know bring it up with someone else you definitely can <laughs> i found the video is called is by um dj k slay and it's rolling 110 deep official video Ooh. it's 40 minutes and 17 seconds and when i tell you mm-hmm. i thought that like 
six minutes of it was great. I was excited to see people and glad they were still alive. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God, so Mm -hmm. he he didn't catch COVID. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, (laughs) so good. You know, but it's like coming out of a pandemic where like so many people have died. So many people have been in and out of the hospital. We just had this whole uprising for racial justice. I just could not believe that that content was so like full of air. I do. I really do think hip hop. I really do think trap music mm-hmm. is like, like one of the last anchors mm. that mm-hmm. we have to like let go of. And it's hard. Like me, like I deleted my trap playlist two weeks ago. <laughs> I, I told yes. myself. I said Can we get like an applause. In, I in said, the, like, oh post production. <laughs> I told myself. I said, Yo, this music turn me up, right? <laughs> the camera went off. I don't know what that means. It's okay. We can just keep talking. <laughs> Let's just keep talking. Like, turn me up, right? But mm-hmm. it's like, come on now. What's being in, like put into your subconscious? Like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Like, it's really bad. Like, it really is. Now, NBA Youngboy, that's a hard one to let go because he's a good <laughs> rapper. Like, so I feel like just some keep of his the music, good stuff. Yeah, some of his music is like, some of his music is nice, though. Like, some of his music actually is nice. Uh, like, but when he's angry about some or you could tell he gonna go off you know but like i gotta let it go because it's not it's really not good that's who that's how i feel about kanye and lil wayne yeah have y'all listened to kanye's old music yes and it goes hard hard it like is i good. love kanye low key. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> look I think this podcast is going to be audio only. Like, I think we're going to try it with video. Like, maybe we can use it no, as I promo No, I think the videos are really good. I think, I think if you should upload them on YouTube. Okay. I think yeah. That's uh, yeah, yeah we can we wrap, it wrap it up. We have to wrap it up. So, yeah, outside of Kanye and Lil Wayne, um, I think Lil Wayne is a genius. But toxic? Oh, toxic. So, I won't listen to him. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess we've been talking for a long time. Hey, I, I could do a whole podcast on music. Honestly, I didn't realize how much I had to say about this, but um, thank y'all. Because it's so deep. Like. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope this opened up conversations for you to take and talk to with someone else. Um, you got some recommendations. I'm going to be bumping in a car or something you know let us know let us know um i am journey and thank you for listening to heart to heart all right y'all all right, <laughs> all right. Yeah.